Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, January the 19th, 2022. So glad that you guys are on today. Sorry about the little hiccup there on the live stream. Um, little uh, little copyright flag because we had some background music going here, some worship music. And so uh, there was a little flag there. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you, you know, you don't, you let it go too long without talking over it. They don't like that. I don't like that at all. So um, anyway, glad you found it. Hope those those of you that are, you know, got maybe got disconnected or uh, refining the stream. Good morning, everybody. I see I see a lot of you on there. Tamara, Deborah, Lee, Etta, Bill. Good morning. Let's do it, y'all. Let's jump into Isaiah chapter 44. Isaiah 44. We're continuing our readings through the... Uh, it's now the second week after Epiphany. We're following the Christian calendar and readings. So it's the second Sunday after, second week after Epiphany. Uh, the theme for this week is the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, Isaiah 61.6. That's the theme for the entire week. Uh, our specific readings today, Isaiah, I'm sorry, I did that was wrong. I was looking at the wrong page. Second, second week is the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. That's the theme verse for this week. The law was given through Moses, grace and truth through Jesus Christ. So, uh, so yeah, today, Isaiah 44, Isaiah 44, 24 through 45, 7. Then we'll jump over to Ephesians and then over to Mark. Hey, if you get a chance to uh, share this real quick, that might help some people who lost us. Um, so if you want to share it, that would be great. Uh, that would help those who got maybe, who are like, you know, searching through their timeline, trying to find it now. Sorry. First time that's happened. First time they froze it for the uh for copyright. Um because of the music. So all right, let's do it. Isaiah 44 verses 24 and following. Isaiah 44. Let's go. Um, this is what the Lord says: Your Redeemer who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord, the maker of all things who stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself. Well, you don't need any help doing it. does it by himself. He stretches out the heavens by himself. Who foils the signs of false prophets. And remember, false prophets are those who not only make false predictions, but false prophets are also those who may make correct predictions, but are leading people away from God. That's a false prophet too. A false prophet can be saying the right things, but if they're leading people away from God, that's wrong. That ain't good. Who foils the uh, who? Da, 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 where were we? Um, who foils foils the signs of the false prophets and makes fools of diviners? Who overthrows the learning of the wise and turns it into nonsense? Who carries out the words of his servants and who fulfills the predictions of his messengers? Who says to of Jerusalem, 
it shall be inhabited of the towns of Judah, they shall be rebuilt, and of their ruins I will restore them. Who says to the watery deep, be dry, and I will dry up your streams. Who says to Cyrus, here is my shepherd, and I will accomplish all that I please. He will say to Jerusalem, let it be rebuilt, and of the temple let its foundation be laid. Wow. So God's in charge, right? He speaks to these things and makes them happen. It's interesting. Cyrus was a um, was the the uh, the uh, ruler in Persia who allowed the Jewish people to go back to Jerusalem after their exile. Uh, Cyrus was used by God to uh, re- release the people and allow them to go back to uh, to their homeland. And God says, "I'm the one who raises people up. I set them down and I raise them up." He does. He's in charge. In big and small ways, he's in charge. Continue on through uh, chapter 45 through verse 7. This is what the Lord says to his anointed, to Cyrus, not Billy Ray. (laughs) It's not Billy Ray, guys. Not Billy Ray Cyrus. This is a different Cyrus. Not Miley. Not Miley either. Neither one of those. Um, But this is what the Lord says to his anointed, to Cyrus, who's the ruler of Persia whose right hand I take hold of, to subdue the nations before him and to strip kings of their armor to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and I will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Um, I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. Wow. God, see, God is not trying to keep himself hidden. You know, sometimes you think, you know, where is God? Like, like God is in a, is uh, endeavoring to stay hidden and concealed from humanity. He isn't. In fact, the Psalms say the heavens declare the glory of God. Just look around. Hey, you know, you know, yesterday, yesterday we got, you know, we got breezed by a asteroid, just like that, just flew right by us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got breezed by an asteroid. It was like five times the distance of the from the moon to the Earth. That's how far it was. So it was, it was, it was a little, but I mean, in terms of, in terms of uh, uh, space distance in times of in terms of. Uh, Outer space, it was it was it was close. It was a brush, um, and so you know the skies that we're, we're we're more fragile than we realize. But the skies declare the glory of God. God's not trying to hide who uh, his 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 grandeur. He's not trying to hide his character. He's not trying to hide his love for humanity. How, how did he reveal that? Most Hebrews chapter one. In the former times, in in the, in times long ago, God spoke to us through the prophets. But in these last days, God spoke by his son, whom he made heir of all things, and through whom he created everything. So God's trying to get to us, right? He's trying to let us know of his love. He's not trying to hide it. He calls us by name. Do you know he calls you by name today? He's, he's saying to you, good morning. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Deborah. God's speaking to you. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Tim. God's speaking to you. He knows you by name. Good morning, Terry. That was me seeing myself, you know, but <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> yeah. 
God calls you by name. He knows you. For the sake of Jacob, my servant of, uh, is, of Israel, my chosen, I summon you by name and bestow on you a title of honor. Though you did not acknowledge me, still talk, talking about Cyrus, king of Persia, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. Hear that, y'all? There's no God outside of the Lord. He will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me. Mm. You know, God can use ungodly people and ungodly um, things to accomplish his purposes. He can use um, the, the, the plans of wicked men and women to accomplish his purpose. Oh, yeah, he does. He makes it work together for good. And so here's talking about Cyrus, right? Cyrus is this king of Persia. He's not particularly godly, but he's going to use him to do good things for God's people. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be able to see that, man. Sometimes you got to be able to see that. You know what? I don't, like this person uh, is not necessarily a model for uh, godly living, but I have to acknowledge that this person is being used by God to bring about some good things on behalf of God's people. Yeah. I'll say that about some of our former presidents, right? Not necessarily the models of morality, but if you look at some of the things done for the kingdom of God, for the things that uh, of justice and the things of uh, life, then 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 you have to you have to acknowledge you have to acknowledge that God uses wicked people. Yeah. Uh, I form the light and create the darkness. I bring prosperity and create disaster. I, the Lord, do all these things. Wow. Some things when crazy things happen in life, you got to think, well, you know, maybe God's behind this. <laughs> you know, sometimes we always say, well, we just live in a fallen world. Well, that's true for sure. But sometimes God's up to something. In the craziness, God's up to something. He's shuffling things up, mixing things up. Sometimes in our lives, man, here's maybe a good word for you today. And sometimes in your life, you know, there's upheaval, there's change, there's, uh, it feels like, you know, it feels like a, a game board that's just been, uh, where the board has been shaken and all the pieces are in different places and you're, you got to re reset the whole thing. And you're like, what's going on? Sometimes our lives feel like a, a messed up game board <laughs> where we thought everything was on track and it's like, oh, Hey, sometimes we have to say, we have to we acknowledge. And I think wisdom uh, through life gives you this perspective that um, sometimes God's behind it. Sometimes God is shuffling the deck. Sometimes God is mixing up the game board. Sometimes God is shuffling pieces around because something needs to happen. He's, he's rearranging things. Um, and it's not always comfortable, but it's um, God's working a greater plan through it. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. All right, we on, we're going to jump over to Ephesians, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, welcome, everybody. Ephesians chapter 5, 1 through 14, let's do it. Just as in Christ you forgave... Okay, verse uh, 1, sorry, I read, read the last part of chapter 4. Verse 1, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering 
and sacrifice to God. And we could just stop right there. That's enough for today, right? You just got to walk in the love, love of Christ. And the kind of, what kind of life? What kind of love? The kind of love that was exemplified through Christ who gave him his life up for us. Walk in that love. Verse three, but among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity. Oh, man, got to wash that potty mouth. <laughs> wash that potty mouth. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place. But rather, thanksgiving. Mm, mm, a lot there, huh, right? Can't, shouldn't, for the people of God, shouldn't even be a hint of sexual immorality. Uh, got to get rid of all the cussing. <laughs> you know who you are. You got to get rid of all that cussing uh, and coarse joking. You can't be doing all that. I mean, that's the reminder, right, that God desires better for his people. He desires better for the church. We can't just be like the world. We can't just imitate and mimic everything they do and everything the world does. And uh, we don't operate by their standards. Um, no, no, no. We, 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 we operate by the spirit. We desire to please God, we desire to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, and so we seek to please him. So walk in love. Verse five, for of this you can be sure. Let me just make it, just let me, let me make it straight. For of this you can be sure. No immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person as an idolater, well, if you're immoral, wow, if the immoral, impure, and greedy isn't is basically saying is an idol worshiper. But those folks, have, they don't have any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Don't let people don't let people deceive us with empty words. You know that uh, doesn't matter how you live. Words like that doesn't matter how you live. God doesn't care. You know, you just do whatever you want. He, you know, just you know, God's your buddy. No, 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 no. God loves you, but He ain't your buddy. <laughs> Come on, he, God ain't your buddy. He's 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 the Lord God of the universe, and He knows what's best for you. Just like a kid with a parent, like kids and parents, right? You know, as you're raising your kids, you realize that when they're they're uh, when they're young, don't be a buddy with your kids. You be the parent, right? Um, they'll become time when they get old enough. When they become adults, you can be buddies. But when you're uh, when they're younger, you're the parent, and they need that. They don't need you to be a buddy. They can find buddies in the at the at the park. What they need is a parent. What they need is uh, someone who is looking out for their best interest, even if it's hard. Um. But it's not helpful to be a, a buddy for your kid uh, before it's time. That's, that's, that's not helpful. If you're, so what happens is if you're a buddy too early with your kids, they lose their respect for you. And you, you, you end up um, trying to earn their approval and rather than, than parenting them properly. Um, 
not that we did it all perfectly, that's for sure. But we learned a few things from wise people who kind of coached us along through the parenting process. We still got one in the house. He's still 16. We could totally blow it in the next two years. <laughs> but yeah, but, you know, as this relates to God, right, too, it's like God's not your buddy. He's not, hey, pal, hey, bud. No, 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 no. We've got to keep that in perspective. He is the Lord God of the universe. He's over all. And, you know, he's not our, he's not our chum. We listen to him because he knows better than we. Verse eight, for you were once dark, you were you for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. That's not, that's what we that we don't try to find out how much we can get away with and still be a Christian. We we want to do what pleases the Lord. Let's find out what pleases the Lord. How about that today, man? That might be a prayer for you today, God. What, what do you want me to do? What today would bring you pleasure? What would, what would bring joy to your heart, Lord? I want to do that. I want to be about that today. It's a good prayer. It's a good, uh, good request of the Lord. Lord, I love you, and I, I want to do today what would bring you pleasure, what, that, would, that would bring delight to your, to your heart and would extend, expand, um, extend your kingdom. <laughs> what you? I was thinking uh, in, the, in light of the parent-child discussion. I don't know if a child has ever said that, hey, mom and dad, I just want to do what, it, what, what would bring delight to your heart today? I want to do that. <laughs> oh, parents, my parents everywhere would just fall over. Like, they just, they just collapse. They would they'd pass out. Like, what just happened? What got into my kid? You'd be trying to, you'd be trying to cast out demons. Something's, something's got into my kid. Something ain't right right there. That ain't right. They, they don't ever say that. What happened? Uh, if kids just came up, you, your kid walked into your to your family room this morning out of their bedroom and was like, "Mom and Dad, um, I just what would bring you pleasure today? What would what would what would bring joy to your heart? I would just love to do that." <laughs> parents would just fall over. They'd be parents would just be like, <laughs> my parents would be falling. I don't what what just happened. This person is not my child. <laughs> oh my goodness. Verse 12, it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes light. That is why it is said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Here we go. Be very careful then how you live. Come on, y'all. This is us. Be careful how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. We know this. The days are evil, so be careful. Live as not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 17, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Man, don't live as unwise. Live as wise. Make the most of every opportunity. Make the most of opportunity today. Make the most of every opportunity you're given today. Um, don't live as unwise, but as wise. Because we know the days were evil. There's plenty of ways to trip up today. There's plenty of things, ways that we can go off the rail. In any given day, there's, there are more than enough opportunities to go off the rails. Right? But we, we want to do, we just, so we don't want to live as unwise. We want to live as wise. Um, you know, sometimes things, uh, decisions often, uh, sometimes decisions aren't good and evil. They're wise and unwise. Right? Right? 
some decisions aren't don't start off good and evil. They start off as wise as and unwise. Should I put myself in that situation? Well, it's not necessarily wrong, but is that wise? Uh, you know, should I buy this? Well, it's not necessarily wrong or right, but is it wise or unwise? Um, should I uh, should I make that phone call? Well, it's not wrong if you don't. It's not wrong if you do. But is that conversation wise or unwise? Could be wise. So, so that's the, the discerning. That's when you need to walk. In, we need to walk in step with the spirit, right? Like God, I've got some things I need to do today, but I want to do the wise things. I want to walk in wisdom and not in in foolishness. The days are evil. God, there's more than enough ways I can screw this up. <laughs> yeah. Lord, Lord, you know me. I can mess this up in a heartbeat. So I, I could do a lot of. I could really mess this up. I can make this bad. So God, I need you. I need you to help me to choose wisely. The Word of God says in James that if anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask of God, and God gives graciously. Anyone who asks. God honors the prayer for wisdom. And so how do you do that? You go to his Word. You go to other people um, to find wisdom. Yeah. Find wisdom. All right. Let's jump over to Mark. Let's read some red letters, right? Let's read some, let's read some, some red letter words here. Uh, Mark chapter Mark chapter 4, 1 through 20. Welcome, everybody. Angie, Etta, Neil, everybody, welcome. Glad you guys found it second time around. We got a little, we got shut down there for a second because some copyright, because of some music. There was some music playing. And it was a little too much before we started talking. And they're like, mm -mm -mm, you can't just be playing music on, on a live stream. No, we ain't gonna let you do that. People, people worked real hard for that. You can go steal their music. All right, I get you. All right. Then they released it, but it was too late. So, all right, uh, Mark chapter 4, 1 through 20. Ooh, the parable of the sower. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. We taught them many things. Shout out to Water's Edge Church in Virginia Beach. That's a part of the, that's the one, that's the verse that we based the name change of the church on. When I was in, pastoring in Virginia Beach, some of the folks are on here. They usually are. I don't know if they are this morning after all the hiccups. But we changed the name of the church from First Church of God to Water's Edge Church. It's in Virginia Beach. There's water all over the place. Uh, but it was based, based primarily on this passage right here, that people gathered around the water's edge to hear Jesus teach. Yeah. Very similar. Now, so I went from Water's Edge, and I'm in Bayside. <laughs> I just like to be by the water. With a little, with a little stint in Braille, <laughs> which you know, has nothing to do with water at all. Just a street name, but from Water's Edge, Water's Edge to uh, Bayside Church. <laughs> oh my goodness! But he taught them many things in parables, and he, and in his teaching, said, "Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed, and he was scattering the, some of the seed." And some fell along the path. The birds came and ate it up. Now look, this is good. This is a good reminder of like, you know, you spread the word of God everywhere you go. So the farmer went out, sowed seed, and he scattered the seed. Some fell along the path. The birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. Mm. You've seen people like that, man. Right? Well, Jesus is about to interpret this whole thing for us, so we're not even going to have to guess. We're not even going to have to guess what he's talking about. He's going he to interpret it. He's going to interpret it for us. 
But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Verse 7. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and, and choked the plants so they did not bear, bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. Come on, y'all. That's what we are. Children of God, you're good soil. The Word of God found your heart, produced fruit. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, 60, some 100 times. Whoa. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, the 12 and the others around him asked him about the parables, and he told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. This is one of the only parables actually Jesus interprets. He gives an ex extensive interpretation. The parable of the sower. Most of them, you know, he may give a little bit of an insight, uh, but most of the time the parables sit on, the, sit, you know, sit on their own, and you have to interpret them. But Jesus here, the, sower, the parable of the sower, he breaks it down bit by bit. So he, with the 12, he says, he told them, uh, this is verse 11, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is said to them in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. So the parables were sort of a, it was a method that Jesus used, and some got it, some didn't. Some could hear the parables, but it didn't click. Others really got the message. Verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand the parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. That's what we're doing. Morning prayer, on the podcast, we're sowing the word, y'all. That's what we're doing. We spend some time in the word. We're sowing the word into our own hearts. And then we go out into the world. Well, we do. We go out into the world. And then we sow that, that good word into the hearts of others. Some people are like seed along the path where the word was sown. You got to know this. You're going to sow the word. You got to know there's going to be different results. Not all results are the same. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown to them. Doesn't even have a chance, man. Satan comes and consumes it. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. That's shallow heart, man. Man. Shallow hearts, sometimes the most enthusiastic, quote-unquote, converts to Christ you've ever seen. They're excited. Oh, my gosh, they're crying. Wow, look at the, the, the uh, transformation. And then you, uh, in like two weeks, you're like, whatever happened to them? I haven't seen them in forever. Well, turns out they were shallow soil. They had a lot of emotion, but they had no substance. You know, uh, emotionalism is no indication of true conversion. You learn that over time, man. If when you when you're younger, you want you want the emotion. I want to see some emotion, and I love emotion, man. I'm all about passion. I'm all about you know getting a goosebump. I'm all like bringing a tear to somebody's eye. I even bring it to my own eye. I love all that. Bring me a Kleenex, man. I might need it. <laughs> but you also realize that that is no indication of genuine conversion or lasting conversion. It's just a, it's, it's just a, uh, you also notice this sometimes, like the, the people who are most emotional, sometimes some people who are quickest to cry are also the quickest to lose their freaking minds too. <laughs> you know it. Like this, some people who are the quickest to cry and like, they're also the one, the quickest to lose their ever loving minds and anger too. It's the, it's the other side of the same coin, man. 
anyway, let's keep it's verse 17. Uh, they have no root. Uh, they 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 fall away. Verse 18. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, the riches of the riches, uh, the, the deceitful of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke out the word, making it unfruitful. Mm. That's one of the saddest, man. That's one of the saddest. Um, you know, in the cares of the world, you know, either the, the cares of, of, of getting more, the cares of wealth, the cares of uh, materialism, the cares of being accepted by someone, a relationship, and just, you know, bailing out on God because, you know, you're, you're chasing something else. That's always sad. Verse 20, others like seeds sown on good soil, come on, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. That's what we want to do. We want to produce a, a, a multiplication, an exponential impact of the kingdom. That's what we want our lives to be. Yeah, that's what we want this podcast to be. That's why I always tell you guys to share it, get it out there, because the word has power, man. It may, It's not going to always fall on good ears. Sometimes people will hear it and then turn away. Some people will hear it and then the cares of this world will choke it out. But hey, sometimes it falls on good soil and it produces a crop 30, 60, 100 times what was sown. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. All right, you guys, let's pray. Thanks for sticking in there. And, and after a little hiccup this morning, you still stuck in there. You found the second second time around. So love you. Let's pray, y'all. Because we, we, we read, we pray, and then we change the world. So, you know, we need to pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Uh, God, thank you that uh, by the, the the miracle of the soil, the uh, the word of God found our hearts and has produced fruit. Uh, thank you for my friends, many of whom are producing 30, 60, 100 times what was sown into their lives. We pray that that happens today, God, that you would use us to go out and, and sow good seed into the world, that we would be those who walk not as unwise, but as wise and make a difference for the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray your blessing upon my friends today. Whatever needs they have from you, may you grant it to them in abundance. And we'll give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Again, thank you so much for sticking with it today and uh, finding us after the little glitch. And thank you for sharing this and subscribing and all those things. You can subscribe to Pastor, Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast right on the Facebook link. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for uh, all your comments. Um, really appreciate it. You guys have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Love you guys. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.